Good afternoon. It is late afternoon where I'm at, and um, I'm just continuing this article that I started a little while ago and <clears throat> took the weekend off. Had a great weekend. It was wonderful. But the article is from the Journal of Jungian Scholarly Studies, Volume 17, 2022. It's by John G. Corlett, and it's a leadership framework derived from the ideas of C.G. Young or Carl Jung. I found it interesting in a number of ways, and so I just decided to read it. I'm not getting paid anything for this, just for the fun of it. And um, adding in a little bit of my thoughts here and there. I read the first time the introduction, then the literature review, uh, which is important for basically any kind of document. If you're at a master's level again, I just want to say uh, graduate level work. Literature reviews are great. Um, you can do a lot of literature review with just maybe a little bit of discussion. And you've got a tremendous paper that's acceptable because you've brought your teacher or the class um, up to speed on the most current literature on a specific topic. So literature reviews are the buzz pretty much in graduate level, at least social science research. Um, then we went on to Young points to a leadership framework, and there were four components there. We took quite some time and read each component as it was. They were each quite lengthy, and so those are four separate um, audios. <clears throat> and now I'm going to read um, a smaller section called Leadership Behavior. So this is uh, another section. There are a lot of bulleted points in this particular one. It shouldn't take too long, and I hope you're enjoying uh, this look at what Carl Jung had to say about leadership. A lot of people may not realize that he crossed a lot of um, areas. He wasn't just into kind of like um, psychosocial development, but um, he studied cultures quite extensively as well. So leadership behavior. In this particular section, it starts out by saying, the two cases out of which Jung derived framework, the Jung derived framework grows focus almost entirely on the developmental of the leader's character and illustrations of wholeness-oriented leadership are few. Several contemporary examples, some that have entered into practice in the past 20 years or so, others still involved, evolving, may shed light on how leaders might further the integration of consciousness and the unconscious as they engage in the work of leadership. So they're basically stating here with this particular section that we're going to bring kind of Jungian ideas into current um, leadership frameworks. These processes include, number one, or the first bullet point, in the evaluation of organizational culture, identifying the underlying and hidden dimensions of behavior that can skew communication and block progress toward organizational skills. Uh, somebody named Marshak wrote on that in 2006. Another bullet point in the enhancing of creativity bringing to the surface material from an organization's unconscious and helping organization members create and interpret analogs, drawings, sculptures, etc. of organizational issues. The lead on that was named Barry. In the management of conflict, relying on the transcendent function to hold the tension of the opposite points of view and to deliver the symbol of a solution in which both the thesis and antithesis play a part. That was by Olson. In the management of change, creating transformational remembering strategies. 
i.e. methods that work to integrate consciousness and the unconscious in order to tap into energies that lie beyond the realm of the ego. And Corlett himself, the one who authored this, wrote on that in 2000. In diversity work, exploring the dynamic of unconscious bias by Lawrence in matters of race and gender as it affects an organization's numbers and the relationships among them. In brainstorming and planning, utilizing, quote, open space technology, um, written by Owens, and it's an agenda-less, a large group meeting strategy that in my experience can allow the unconscious to inform the proceedings in leader coaching, using a psycho-spiritual approach that pairs dialogue with deep listening. So Uranay and Stein wrote on that one. In brand and meaning management, identifying and amplifying the archetypes that, that enchant both products and organizational processes. Mark and Pearson writing on that very interesting um, aspect of Jungian um, psychology, the archetypes. Then the last bullet point in leader and training development, assess, assessing the impact of archetypes and archetypal complexes, the unconscious impact of an archetype on a leader's personality and leadership activities. So that was written on by three different groups, Hillman and Oliver, or Olivier, I guess, Pearson and Marr, and then Bibi wrote on it as well. So these are all ways that his leadership has been applied, um, his leadership ideas has been applied practically, kind of in praxis, in um, business settings, and um, ways that those settings have been tracked and uh, those methods fleshed out, basically. So those are just some other aspects of it. Again, like I've said before, it's interesting to me because he has influenced certain business tests as well that are out there in the field. Um, such as the Myers-Briggs Temperament uh, Instrument or Analysis and um, the Kersey uh, Temperament Sorter. There's there's a few different ones that have been influenced by Jungian psychology down through the years, but here are people kind of um, looking at fresh ways to utilize some of his um, frameworks and his way of viewing things. So I hope you enjoy the evening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the week. Perhaps I'll get back on here tomorrow.